Welcome back to Grunts in Appalachia. This is John Creamer. Brandon McGuire. And we're on episode 43, and we got a we got a really good one for you guys today. Uh, we went and did a really cool thing this weekend, and we went to a music festival called Mudbugs. I'm going to let Brandon talk about the reason Mudbugs started, because he's pretty uh, familiar with all the key players there. Yeah, and I, I definitely don't want to speak out of turn or uh, say anything that's not true, so I'll just hit a little quick highlights of what what it is and what it's about and you know hopefully Todd and Sean get on here soon and can really get get in depth and you know kind of set the stage for next year for anyone who's interested in going so Mudbugs and Music for Maddie is an event down in Marshville North Carolina which is just outside of Charlotte and you go there a lot of people show up on Friday morning they camp out Friday uh, night Saturday night and then leave Sunday some people went down as early as Monday and camp out all week and it's an old airstrip that the owner lets them basically have a field party slash campground slash concert all weekend and the mud bugs you know they cook i don't know how much do you think hundreds of pounds it was a lot it was yeah, a yeah. lot of well crawdads crawfish whatever you want to call yeah. them we, they call them mud bugs because i don't know where the terminology for that came from I, when i lived in louisiana they called it that and, is that what they call it in louisiana yeah from kansas it was uh crawfish or crayfish so it's Anyway, they, they do a big boil, and, you know, they put, you know, how many ever bottles of Old Bay in there, so everything tastes like Old Bay, and there's some potatoes, some shrimp, some... Uh, sausage. Sausage, and then the, the mud bugs, and then they had some barbecue. that did great food all day, but the event is... Uh, so Todd uh, lost his daughter, Maddie, and they started... They started this, I don't know how it's the exact time frame, so I'm not going to speak on that, but it's been going on for a few years. I think this was my fourth year going there wasn't one last year because of covid and they throw this concert all the great artists donate their time everyone donates their time to set this up and do all this and they raise money to you know keep keep maddie's name alive and her spirit alive and a foundation for a, a local school out there or i'm sorry not a foundation but for a scholarship for a local school out there and i think it's really cool i think everyone who goes one has a great time but two it's for a great cause and it's I mean, it's just everyone in a field, only you're not 18 and dying of alcohol poisoning out there. You're <laughs> trying to be somewhat responsible. You know, it's very kid-friendly, pet-friendly, people-friendly, camper-friendly. Everything goes there. And I think John's going to hit on some of the artists that performed. And, and then we can kind of talk about, uh, I don't know, like a timeline for everyone, I guess, of kind of how the events how the events went. Well, you know, I'll say everybody goes to concerts at least once in their life. And most of the time when you're going to a concert, you're going to a concert because you know the people that are playing and you want to see them perform and you want to hear their music. For this, this particular event, Brandon is is very well versed and and most of the artists that were playing, it was my first time going to hear any of these guys play, except for Joe and Joel. Uh, I, and I don't want to butcher the last name. I'm going to try it. It's a, I think it's Lambiote. Um, but aside from them, I had heard none of these guys play before and the headliner, Jeremy McComb, was amazing. I mean, it was it, hands down one of the best performing artists I've heard. He was very charismatic. He was very funny. He had a, an amazing rap song at the end of the night where he played. He, he went through it and he told the story, which I thought was really cool. And the first time he ever played this song, and it, he said it was kind of ad lib. 
Uh, yeah, and I, th- I think it's really cool the way Jeremy, his stage presence and the way he really interacts with the crowd. And he, he tells a story before he plays a song. And, you know, Rick Huckabee was there as well. And Rick, if you know, if you don't know Rick, he, Rick Huckabee, he, he writes for songs. Well, I looked, I looked it up. He wrote a lot of songs for Tracy Lawrence. Or not Tracy Lawrence, Trace Adkins. Trace Adkins, Kip Moore. Uh, he's got numerous, numerous major country music stars that he's written music for. So that's that's correct. Amazing. And he's what's cool about you know Ricky is he's kind of a hometown hero here. His dad was the Marshall basketball coach, and it was called Huck's Herd. And so you know Rick grew up in a Huntington area, all Appalachia, loving this area, and then went on to become a you know just a superstar in my mind. And I, we couldn't be more proud of him. And that's why Jeremy McComb has a tie here because him and Rick run around and that's a lot of Jeremy's stories he tells when he before he plays the song while well, here I'm sitting in a bar with Rick and this every girl keeps going over towards Rick and <laughs> he wrote one of the songs and played it and I thought that was really cool well the other cool thing Jeremy McComb he and we'll say he was the headliner for the event um, he actually came out and said that he canceled his trip to Salt Lake City where he was supposed to be playing this weekend to be at Mudbugs because it was such an important thing to him with the community and with Todd Rucker that he couldn't miss it and that he never plans on missing it. And I believe that when Jeremy McComb makes it huge, he will continue to go to Mudbugs and it'll be the only place you'll be able to see him without tens of thousands of people there to watch him. I mean, it was he was such an incredible performing artist that I had never heard any of his music and I'm, a, I'm typically the kind of guy that I won't go to a concert if I don't know the music. I love to sing along. I love to dance. I love to, to have a good time. And when he got up there, it was, it, it was so good that I didn't care that I'd never heard any of the songs before. Now, he did do four play-along songs, and, of course, he had to play Country Roads, Take Me Home. And that was really cool towards the end. But the rap song. That's it. That the gets, rap song. That's where was, everyone gets off their feet. And oh, it's, man. It's something... Uh, I don't know. The, I mean, the first time I heard it six years ago, maybe seven years ago now, it was like, what, what is this dude doing? <laughs> and it, it, it works. So I, did he use when the last time did he use the, the, the backdrop, the music for Sweet Home Alabama? Yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to say for sure, but I think so. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it for sure, but he told the story on it the first time he ever played it. And if I remember correctly, it was ad libbed. And he was up at, up on stage in Nashville. And obviously, he's a country music singer. So he's singing all the country songs, and he's singing his songs. And he said there was one gentleman in the front of the crowd that did not look happy at all. <laughs> and he, after one song, he asked the guy, he said, hey, man, are you having fun? And he said, the promoters are ready to kill me. Because this guy was like, no, I'm not having fun. Do you know anything other than country music? So he said, we turned around, and he basically was like, hey, guys, just, just roll with roll with this and as they roll with it he just started rapping and he hit every rap song from our generation yeah like ice ice baby i know for <laughs> I sure mean, I mean, it, and his crowd is I, I would say he has a very diverse crowd but you know at Mudbugs especially i think everyone there relates to every song he tied in because that was our it was our it was our generation that yeah, was, was our, our era. yeah that was our stuff so I, I thought it was really cool. I don't know. Those guys just, they come down there and they crush it. And it's cool that they take time out of their schedule and they take, you know, they they really embrace their 
their friendships and their relationships with everyone who goes there. Yeah. And the other, the other performers there, there was uh, Rick and Zach Blair and I believe it was Zach Blair that performed mm-hmm. with Rick Huckabee. Correct. They went on right before, Rick, right before, yeah. yeah, right, right before Jeremy and, or right before Rick, then Rick went. Yeah, Correct. you're right. You're right. Yep. And yep. then Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. So he was, he was great. Uh, there was Barry Frazee. Yeah. And I, we, I can't, we can't speak on any of the guys before, uh, I think Joe and Joel were playing when we got there. Okay, I know when we walked up, we got there a little bit late on Saturday. So, i i got to uh, I got to talk to Joe and Joel after they played, and they're local boys right here in Huntington, so they're probably going to wind up being on the show with us here. Yeah, which, which will be awesome. Well, and which is you know which is really cool. Shout out to Jeremy McComb and, and Rick Huckabee. We talked to both of them, and I think we're gonna we're gonna hit the hit the road again and head down to Nashville and Jeremy. I told him when we were there, I said, I'm not asking you. I, I did a podcast with you, so I, I would like the favor return. So Jeremy's back, going to come on, and, and Rick is just the best guy you've ever met. He was no, he was. He was he awesome. is all in. So we're take this show on the road and hit up Nashville and see what these guys are going to do. Dude, how much, how much of a cowboy does uh, Rick look like? I mean, he looks like hey. your quintessential cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely uh, – He's definitely Mr. Nashville. He looks know? he looks yeah. like Mr. Nashville. Yeah. He really did. Uh and Jeremy, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was if you ever listen to this, Jeremy, I was definitely jealous of your your permed kind of mullet. I mean, it was kind of mulletish. It was like a <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like a full mullet, though. It was like an Alabama waterfall. Well, I don't think it could have been like, it was so curly. This, yeah. I, I, and it's ringlet, so when he gets in the shower, I bet it's like another foot long. Yeah, it probably drops down to the middle of his back. Yeah. And we had snacks with us all weekend. Oh snacks. yeah, snacks. snacks. Snacks went to his first music festival. His first music festival, and uh, he stole the show. Sorry, sorry for, to all the performers, but <laughs> Snacks had a huge following. And I heard uh, Madison. I think it's Randy and Sandy's granddaughter who stayed in the RV right by us. Okay. Snacks woke up at six thirty, and I woke up and took him out. And I was like, I gotta go back to bed. And their granddaughter Madison was like, I got him. And Snacks ran around for like two hours. With Madison, the little oh, fi- from the time I got up, the time I got up, that little girl had snacks running back yeah. and forth all over the field. Yeah, and there was people like, hey, like snacks would run by, and people we don't even know would be like, what's up, snacks? <laughs> like everyone, he was just he was pretty popular. But uh, another thing that happens at this event, they, I don't know what you call them, the things you put up in the air, um, the lanterns. The so lanterns. they do, yeah, they do right at dusk. They do, uh, everyone lights lanterns and has some candles, and they do a little memorial for. <laughs> Maddie, which is super neat and super emotional, I think for everyone. Even if you're not so much, if if you're down there for ingrained a, with the family, right? If you're not with the family, but you're down there for a, a music festival, and all of a sudden this happens, it's very touching. I mean, you feel it's it's very very different. I mean, me and Davey, I don't know if you got to meet Davey, but we were at a campground when Mudbugs was supposed to be going on, and they had sent them a lantern, and we did a lantern there. Uh, in memory of Mudbugs because it wasn't going on because of COVID. So it's like people even still celebrated it when it wasn't even happening, which means it, it touches you deep. It means something. So they do this, and Jeremy plays a song for probably 20 minutes straight. Yeah, he did. He, you know, and most it's so cool that you have an artist that's so good at his craft mm-hmm. that he can sit up there and play the same song, but change it just a little bit to where it sounds like there's background music to make it even more of an emotional moment right 
and he killed it. I mean, he killed yeah. it. I mean, that was a, it was a 20-minute song with no breaks, and he played this while all the lanterns went up, and they all, you know, fly. And in. just for everyone's uh, peace of mind, the lanterns go up. They all seem like they're biodegradable, made out of paper, Correct. and and they they are out. They're extinguished way up in the air, and you can see them Correct. go out before they come back down to earth. So they're That's not starting any fires. Yeah, you know, Farmer Joe down the road isn't coming down with a shotgun trying to shoot up the music festival. No, so. Farmer Joe's just finding little tiny sticks and paper in his hay <laughs> right. on with his cows. He's he's been uh, clapping pigeons to get rid of these lanterns. Clapping pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there. He's out there with buckshot and pigeons. Um, now we're going to move on to grunts gear and gadgets. And this week I have to say, uh, we'll probably come back and talk about mud bugs a little bit right. more. Cause honestly, right. I don't eat mud bugs very often. So it's kind of interesting. When so they're the best ones you've had for a while, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, they're the only ones I've had Correct. in probably five years. Well, there you go. But they're they're the best mud bugs I've had in at least five years, in at least five years, <laughs> the best mud bugs I've had. And the four, corn on the cob was amazing. 4.5 stars. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Grunts gear and gadgets. We looked at the radar on our way down, and it looked like it was going to pour. And pour the rain. Pour the rain. I, so. And we were even scared about because, like I said, it's an old airfield. So it's like, Jesus, are we going to pull in and not even be able to set up a tent? It's so muddy. Or drive the car? It's so muddy. I mean, what are we going to do? And we took this new expressway, right? Oh, this is going to cut off 20 minutes of our time. Then we get off, and then we turn back the way we came on the regular road and drove 30 minutes to hit the first Walmart. Yep. Because John wanted to prepare for the rain. Well, I always understand that if you if you have a poncho with you, you're going to get rained on. But if you stop and buy a poncho, you're not going to get rained on. And that on. theory was tested and and proven, really. And proven. It yeah. did not rain. We did not have to pull the ponchos out, so we immediately have to throw them away because there's no way I'm not going to I'm going to prepare and bring a poncho cuz then it will rain. You never prepare for a poncho. You always like, bring a poncho liner Correct. but never prepare That's with it. a poncho. What did itself. I have on my cot? That's all you had was a poncho uh, on the army cots I had. So we had army cots. <laughs> four you had four and army tent, cots with you. And a, a poncho liner. Yeah. And and those those army cots are just as comfortable as I ever remember. Absolutely. And I I shouldn't say army cots, military cots, you know, whatever. But uh I want I want to say a special a special thank you to Mr. Josh Perky, who stayed right next to us, and apparently... Dude, how tall is he? Uh, six seven. That's what I thought. Yeah, he played ball at Marshall. He was like Dude. a West Virginia State Player of the Year in high school. He was cool. He I like that a, guy. I think he, he was... won a state championship, State Player of the Year, and then... That's the first time I've seen... He brought a solo stove, and it's oh, the first cool time that? I've seen one in action. And hey, how about gear and gadgets of that? Yeah, thing? that thing was sick. I, so I've been to his house, where, and we'll do a fire pit, and there's no smoke. None at all. None. It's so, and it does put out heat. And he had the big one. He yeah. had the bigger because you have the the small version and mm -hmm. the t and the taller version. Yeah. And he had the taller. I think they're like five hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, that's five hundred dollars. I mean, well I've, worth I've it. thought about just the fire pit out here. You know, just putting a solo inside the fire pit, and that's that's it. That's now. it. Yeah. Because and I didn't I didn't see it get broke down, but it looks like it breaks down super easy. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I mean, it actually looked like you took the top, the little ring off, uh -huh. and then slid the outside canister up, and then you could take the base plate and dump the ashes and start over. Oh wow! That's that's basically yeah. what it looked like the the setup on it. I know it's super, and it, I mean it's great, especially if you live in a suburbia and you're not allowed to have you know big fire pits or whatnot. It was it's pretty fun. It was pretty funny though with the solo stove because. I was over there starting that fire in that solo stove because 
another gentleman was trying to start it and I don't think he was ever a boy scout <laughs> and he couldn't get it going. So I, I get the fire going and Perky Perky comes over and I've already got the fire going. It's just not big enough for Perky's taste because he's six, seven. He comes over. He's like, everybody get back. And I'm like, why am I getting back? And he's got a cup in his hand. And I'm like, all right, he's probably drinking a beer. And he goes, no, get back. I get back. He threw an entire 16 ounce cup of gas. That's how we there. do it. That's how we do it here. And and I said, all right, man, that's if that's how you're doing it. And he set the kindling box on fire. I had to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But well, it, it that's got, how you know, he goes hard. But he definitely his his RV had the loudest generator on planet Earth. And we were parked right next to it. And our tent was five feet away. So. And the funny thing about it, everyone in camp, even if they had campers, knew that he had the loudest generator there. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they warned all, us. They warned us. Everyone they said, warned, and we're like, ah, oh, whatever. It's yeah, not we're like, it's that. fine. We're going to be so trash. It yeah, doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it mattered. It, yeah. <laughs> 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 what matters when you have just a poncho liner and a cot and no pillow? Well, you had a pillow. I uh-huh. forgot my pillow. But, yeah, it was it was loud. But it, it was, was a good loud. time, and that's you know you you had it everywhere from a hundred and something thousand dollar camper to our fifty dollar tent. You know yeah, what I mean? Was, I mean that was the, this. I mean everyone's out there. You know, like I said, people show up Thursday. But you know what we don't have to do, Brandon. We don't have to come back home and empty the crappers out. Well, no, they rented those. No, I'm talking about in the campers. Yeah, they rented those campers. They all rented them on like uh, like not. Airbnb, but RV share. I think it's called RV share. Oh, that's cool. And you, they rented, you rent the camper on your days and then you pay an extra 50 bucks and they come set it up and pick it up for you. Oh my gosh. So like you, they just showed up and like, here's your camper. Why didn't we, why didn't, oh, we didn't plan it out. We didn't plan it out. We kind of went on, on the lamb. Yeah. But we'll have to plan that out next time and have a camper. Yeah. That big one, like right across from us. Yeah. That thing was huge. No, it wasn't a cr- the one behind us. If you walked out of our tent to the right behind us, was ma- it was a motorhome though. It wasn't. No, a no, no. I'm talking about the fifth wheel next to that one. Oh, okay. The gooseneck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That one. Those the goosenecks have the big like master suite up over. It, they're ridiculous. That was yeah. It was pretty sick. I I mean I love campers. I'm my dad knows that I'm so passionate about campers that he said, when I die, son, take some of the money and buy your airstream that you've always wanted. Now I'll get. I want him to live forever. Don't get me wrong. When he die, I won't buy one because it's just too much money, and I'm a cheapskate. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll tell you. You know, if you want to live that experience, you can go down to the Greenbrier River Campground. They have two airstreams that you can rent for the night, and it's like a hundred bucks or whatever. Oh, that's and cool. you stay, and they have hot tubs and stuff. And then they have a 1964 Shasta. <laughs> Shasta. Oh, it's so tiny. <laughs> But it's super cool because it's just this retro There's the camper. like Pintos. Yeah. I mean, about the same size, too. Golly. Well, that brings us into summertime coming up. Um, yeah. We have some stuff happening right here locally for all of our local listeners. Nice Street Live kicks back off this yeah, weekend. which is super cool. I want to hit on that. That's on Friday nights. And uh, the guys who are the behind-the-scenes guys for Mudbugs for Maddie are also the Ninth Street Live guys. So Robbie Rash, Luke Huffman, Sean Rucker – they do the stage and the lights and all that out there for that event. So that's them, you know, working with the community and doing that event, which is a great event. And, you know, they, they shut down the whole block and you can walk around with beer on the whole block. It's pretty sweet. And then the night before is the Thursday night concert series, right? At Pullman. Yeah. Uh, last week they had an orchestra there. I'm not sure who's playing this week, but on Thursday evenings, you can bring your lawn chair out there, sit right there in Pullman Plaza by the, 
what's it called? The fountain. Yep. And just jam out. And I've been there a few times and they normally have beer vendors out there as well. So you have, you have a beer vendor, you have other vendors out there. They shut down Pullman square so nobody can drive through it. And there's no, I would say there's probably about 250 people there. Sure. On a Thursday. Sure, easy. Yeah. And, and it's a lot I, of fun. The best part about those two events is, you know, you can go see some live music Thursday night. You can see live music Friday night, but they're both completely free. Yes. So you can walk up and watch some live music for free. And if you want to partake in the vendors, do it. If you don't, I don't think you can bring your own stuff. You can't. You can't bring your own so, stuff. But it's super friendly to children, too. I mean, it's family friendly. Nice Street Live starts pretty early, and it ends around yeah, 10. Like, yeah, like 9.30, I think they're done. Yeah, 9.30, 10 o'clock, they're done. And you have 93.7 The Dog was out there last year, and I think another radio station was, and I'm pretty sure they're probably sponsoring again this year. Sure. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great event, great family event, and it's a lot of fun to go to. I'd definitely check it out if you live in the local area. Um, the concert series at Pullman is always children and family friendly as well so these are great family events to go to and that just shows the culture and i want to bring it back to mud bugs on that too being my first time there going down brandon's been there numerous times and he told me john this is a family it's not even a family friendly event it's like the entire thing is a family yeah everybody's family everybody's cool everybody has a great time and you just walk around and and chill and listen to great music and they have a massive bonfire. God, we didn't talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, that bonfire. That bonfire I, I was I told you on the huge. way down, remember? I was like, man, that thing's like, I, and those flames are probably 30 foot. It was 30 foot at, at yeah. its peak. And and I took pictures of that. And when I write the blog for this for this episode, I'll have those pictures in there for uh, for mud bugs. But I'm telling you guys, if, if you live near Charlotte, even if you don't live near Charlotte, it's a great event to go to to support somebody in a great foundation and we, and we got to hang out with Papa Hetzer. Yeah, Papa Hetzer cool was, was there. That? We yeah, hung out with Papa Hetzer for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Very cool. I mean, and it's it, it's so it's so funny because there's so many d- different people you see down there, and it, especially I think this year was very important because a lot of these people we have people haven't seen for a while because of the the COVID and everything that's been going on with that, and no live music and none of this and a lot. I mean, it was great to see people you haven't seen for years, and you know, I can't wait till next year. I can't either because now I know people there, and I met people, right. and I had a great time. And that's—I and- mean, it's—I don't know. There were some people that weren't there this year that are usually there, and hopefully they make it next year. But there's one guy I can't remember his name, but he's like the na- the safety for NASCAR, and he—he really? he always comes down, and he's really—he's just interesting to talk to because he runs like safety, you know, out of the headquarters or whatever in Charlotte, and. He always has some really cool stories. I did see when we were on the interstate, I saw the signs for Team Hendricks. Yeah. yeah, I saw them. You could have pulled off and gone to see Team Hendricks or, yeah. or at least drove by the building. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure you have to have passes to go in and sure. see it. But, sure. yeah, that was, that was definitely Yeah, cool. I mean, we're definitely in NASCAR country. Yeah, and we definitely have NASCAR on the background yeah. right now. We're right watching now. a race from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, probably not going to go well for me. Oh, no, I'm actually, no, you're ahead of me. You're six and I'm seven. I don't know how Elliot got up there. He wasn't even on the twenty. Yeah, like something happened in his car. They pulled him off, but oh, well, he's, he's, he's good. So yeah, he's good. He's back, he's back in, in there again. He's back in it. Um, we also locally we were talking about it on the way home. Actually, I want to talk about the way home first. Brandon uh, drives a a very decked out Telluride, and looking ahead, we see a big traffic jam coming up, and Brand just everybody shut up. 
I'm like, all right, what's up, man? He's like, car, give me a reroute. <laughs> and he took us on a reroute. That was the best rerouted. That was so cool. That was the best reroute I've ever done on an interstate. There was waterfalls and beautiful streams. And I mean, like people proposing on the side of the road. Like, how the hell did we end up here? And it worked out amazing. What, then I talked to Sean Rucker and I was like, yeah, man, I took this whole route and blah, blah, blah. Did you hit that traffic? He goes, yeah. I was like, well, how long was that? And he goes, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> and it crushed my soul because <laughs> I thought I, I'm like, I saved us four hours. Thanks, Kia. <laughs> yeah, but hey, that was a sick route. It was it was really cool. And I enjoyed it. I mean, we came yeah. around a hairpin turn and there's a, a quad or a four by four. What's it called? Uh, side by side. Side by side, yeah. And it looked like the road was getting ready to turn to gravel. And this guy had a look on his face because all these cars had taken the route. And he just had a look on his face as if when we got five more minutes up the road, we weren't going any further. Oh, yeah. And it was definitely, I mean, there was two cars on, ahead of us who probably did the same thing I did. But then it seemed like there was 50 cars behind us, like all the sheep, like, I don't know, they know something. What if we did? What if I just lived here? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if this it's beautiful down here? What if I built a house? I, I mean, I have a rule. Never follow, never go on a reroute following a, a tag on a car that's not from that state. Were we, were we back in West we Virginia? We were not in West Virginia. We were still in Virginia. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because it was right before the it was right before tunnel. The, yeah, it was right before the tunnel, the first tunnel. God, where we went down to that river, I swear to God, we dropped probably couple thousand feet in elevation <laughs> it was a lot yeah it was a lot and then going up when and the crazy thing about that road is on the hairpin turn that was the steepest portion of the right entire, they put a hairpin turn on the steepest portion because well, it's the a quad road. trail well yeah it's not a road <laughs> didn't it actually say no through traffic yeah it's not an alternate route turn around yeah and here's an entire trail of just, people coming off the interstate going. it reminded me of all the semis and Smokey the bandit when they're just all lined up on that highway and they hide them from the cops because that's how many cars were going down this road. God, I love those movies, man. I love those <laughs> movies. I can't remember the woman's name, but I thought she was so hot when I was a kid. God, I can't remember her name now. Either. It's, it's, she was serious. Sandy like, something. She was hugely famous, but I can't remember her name, but it's irrelevant. Whatever. <laughs> um, we, 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 we actually did some smoking the bandit stuff going on that trail. So it was cool. Yeah, it was definitely was cool. I, you know, talking about those trails, I think something to highlight here for summertime is the Hatfield McCoy trails, I think are a very cool, uh, attraction from people really all, all around the area. You can come down and you can ride your quads all day and they have campgrounds and restaurants and bars and stuff all along the trails. I, th I think it's a pretty cool thing for the state that I don't think you really hear much about. No, you don't. And and I can't remember how the vote went, but they were voting to do something with that where you had to buy season passes through the state. I can't remember exactly how it went out, but there was such a huge outcry because there's so many local people that use those trails for free, and they didn't want to see them become state-owned to the point where they couldn't go on those trails that were in their backyards Right. And I don't remember how the vote went, but great trails, awesome for side by sides, quads. Um, I, and I, I just, I know a lot of people that go down there, ride, and they hit. I know down in like Logan and stuff, they have some restaurants. I'm sure Mingo County has the same thing, but you can, I mean, you can ride and hit a bar, hit a restaurant, hit a campground. They have cabins for rent along the trails. I mean, it, you could really do something with that. I just, I don't think it's talked about enough. Well, you know, along the trail, you also have in Wayne County, right by the Hatfield McCoy trails, you have the Wayne motor Inn, and when you drive by the Wayne motor Inn, it kind of looks like the nights in that the we nights stayed in, in. Kinda, that nice. It, it actually is probably nicer because they cater to 
To quads. To quads. Because every time yeah. you go by there when it's nice weather, the parking lot, when it's time to come off the trail, is just full of trucks with trailers, with side-by-sides, quads. That's cool. All that stuff. So I'm sure that's the, their main business is just dealing with people coming off the Hatfield-McCoy trails. Because yeah. who's driving through the city of Wayne that's not on the Hatfield-McCoy trails or if you don't live in Wayne? I mean, sure. really nobody sure. is. Um, but – we also have a really cool place that uh, we've talked about before, Ace Adventure. And yep. Ace Adventure has tons of stuff that they're getting ready. They're, they're opening up now. They have Ace Adventure Water Park, which is a very large pond with inflatables. They have a zip line. They've got a, a bloop, which is the thing where you put one person on one end, you jump from a, an elevation and, yep. and, and flop them off into the water. They have a nice tarp slide, believe it or not. I mean, it's really yeah. cool. And kids love it. You have to wear a life vest. If you don't, you'll die. I learned that the first year I was there. I'm a, I'm a, prof, I'm a very proficient swimmer. I, growing up in Florida, I had to learn how to swim. My mom was like, "You're gonna learn how to swim, so you don't die." And I didn't know it till last year, Brandon. But my mom doesn't know how to swim. So she's, so, so she made she sure I did. Yeah, she made sure I so did. So you but, could save her. Yeah. So I, well, she would never <laughs> even go out in the water. I'd go way out in the water, and she'd be, "Come back, come back." And if I, if I was drowned, there's nothing she could have done. Right. And I didn't know that. I was just out there having a good time. It's an '80s baby. Yeah, That's '80s baby. You know? <laughs> Cigarette ashes in the eyes as we're going down the road, stuff like Standing that. Standing on the back floor with your arms on the seat rest when you're like five, like yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, my dad, my dad with a twenty ounce Texco cup full of beer everywhere we went. <laughs> That's the 80s, baby. That's the 80s. That's why we're the way we are. <laughs> hey, it worked out. Whatever. It did. I survived. A lot of us did. I don't know. <laughs> on purpose, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good times in the 80s, man. I had a great time in the 80s. God, I love the 80s. I, th- I mean, I probably had a better time when I was a little older, so. I did, too, but I, I remember where I grew up, I had uh, probably about 30 guys, all in all, that were within three to five years of age, and I happened to be at the younger end of that, so I, yeah. got, beat yeah. up. I got beat up a lot. When it, you know, it was. I think not to go down a rabbit hole that far, but I thought it was just cool. Like you could drive by and see like four or five bicycles in a front yard and be like, "Ooh, I gotta go there." Like I want to get home and get my bike because I'm going. All my yeah. buddies are hanging. Everyone's out. there. And that's how you knew everyone was hanging out. Yeah. You just see. You bicycles. knew the bikes. Like, you know whose bike was. Yeah, you could drink from everyone's hose in the neighborhood. No one cared. Like, oh, the kids drink from the hose. And you know? you're so excited. Do you remember being so excited seeing all those bikes that you ride up on your bike and you would? I mean, you just run up and just jump off your bike. Yeah. Your bike hit the ground. You're yeah. running for the door. Mm-hmm. That was the '80s, man. Drinking yeah. out of water hoses. I was talking about this on the ride home too. Uh, you know what I miss is Casey Kasem. Yeah. yeah, I remember the top forty. Yes, yes. the Casey Kasem top forty, and you know that was Saturday morning or whatever it was. I remember being in the driveway with the radio playing and like doing circles on my skateboard, listening to the Casey Kasem's top forty. And that was also the time in life where you didn't have Cartoon Network; you had to wait till Saturday morning and Sunday that, morning that to watch was cartoons. When you got cartoons, yeah. yeah. And you wake up early, and I had two older sisters, so I had to wake up early. And I would hit the power button, but I'd already have my finger pushing the volume down button. As soon as I hit the power button, I'd drop it all the way down to zero, and then I'd bring it up just barely so I could hear it so one of them wouldn't wake up and come and steal the TV from me because yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't defend myself against them. <laughs> so that's, that's how... That's, Saturday, I was the only child, so I, would, I did what I want. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that option. I did like, uh, I did like Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, definitely, I definitely liked Saved by the Bell. Oh my gosh! Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> on Saturday mornings, because you know, I mean, that was your whole life. Like, whatever Zach Morris does, that's what you got to do. Yep, Zach Morris. <laughs> Zach Morris. Uh, Kelly was her name. Kelly, his girl. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Kelly. Oh man, that's that's bringing it back a day there. Yep. Um, 
current events, man. Current, How about there's, this? there's a lot of stuff going How about on. This? No, we had a pretty long talk about this, so we'll shorten it up. We'll give you guys the cliff notes on this, <laughs> but uh, go ahead, John. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Uh, the one that's going to affect everyone who's. Okay. Um, from everything that's coming out right now, uh, diesel fuel shortages. How in the world are we? And you know, I want to know how they're calling it in advance by weeks. They're saying we're going to have a diesel sh- diesel fuel shortage next month. Right. Okay. So how long is it going to go? And I've heard numerous people say to me, "Well, it doesn't affect me because I don't drive a diesel." I'm like, right. And that's that's I, that's really what I wanted to talk. That's the meat and potatoes. <laughs> is well, I don't have a diesel. What do I care if they go up? Well, guess you know, <laughs> I'll start, <laughs> but. The fuel that's made right here in Ashland is then taken up to what the northern end of Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. In what in what kind of car? A diesel. A diesel. Truck. A diesel truck. So then it gets up to the northern end of Ohio and it has to come back down to Huntington, brought here on what? Diesel. A diesel truck. So a diesel truck has to take the ga- unleaded gas that you use twice if you live in Huntington. Twice. Twice. And if their fuel goes up. Guess what? The cost of your fuel now goes up because they have to cover the cost for their no load. No way. So now, see how that went? I mean, that's that's just... Hey, who, and what kind of trucks deliver the food to your grocery stores? <laughs> Most of the diesel. I think it's diesel. I don't Most think they're running the on hydrogen yet. The big, uh, the big uh, tractors with the trailers that deliver beer in town, what do they use? Diesel. So guess what else is going up? Hey, you know what your tractors for farms use? Diesel. Oh. Where do you get all your food? There we go. Yeah. And and do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna lower their prices so that we can, now, we is, can still isn't keep like it? isn't like JP eight, isn't that jet fuel? Ah, uh, I think so. So is that the same as diesel? No. It's different? I think it's different. Diesel from what I understand now, that, that getting scientific, diesel from what I understand is the most unclean version. And they have to do the least amount to process it to make it diesel. It's a dirty fuel. From what I understand, somebody can correct me if, if I'm wrong, but it, that's why it costs more because of EPA regulations and, and things of that nature. While it burns slower and you get better gas mileage off or fuel diesel mileage off of it, it is the dirtiest of all of the all of the fuels huh. that you put in a vehicle. So like that's why you're rolling coal. That's why we're rolling coal. Oh, and yeah. what are we rolling coal with? Diesel. diesel. <laughs> the world runs pretty much off diesel. Yeah. And, you know, when you drive down a major a major vein of America, any of the I's, I-95, or what is it, I-5 to I-95, and, you know, I-10 to I- I-90. I-90. Those are full of tractor trailers, which all consume diesel fuel yep. to bring you everything. Even Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure, is pulled by a diesel They truck. use diesel. Yeah. And I'm sure if they had drones that were delivering stuff to your house right this day, they'd be diesel drones. Yeah. Well, there would be a battery-operated drone that gets... Powered by diesel generators. Diesel generator, correct. (laughs) You know, that's the funny thing going into that. That's the funny thing about electric cars. Everybody's like, oh, electric cars, they save the environment. They save this, they do that. Have you seen lithium pits? (laughs) No. Have you seen have you seen the picture of the electric car that has the the truck the truck to come out if they run out of charge and it's a big like generac diesel generator (laughs) to recharge your car on the go? So you just, I don't know. Whatever. Well, it's like, where do you think the power is coming from to charge your electric right. vehicle? Right. Diesel fuel. 
That's um, where it all comes down. So to. next month should be interesting, uh, especially right at the peak of travel time. You know, yeah. kids kids are getting out of school at the end of the month, and people start doing their family vacations and whatnot. And going to Ace Adventure Water Park, right? Well, you might not be able to afford it now. Or out in Wayne, we have a new place called. Oh, it's not new. It's been there a couple of years, but Rustic Ravines. Yeah, they do a lot down there. I looked at the website, and they it's got pretty, they have some cabins, cool. some ATV trails, zip lines. This week, they just did the ribbon cutting for their new uh, brewery and bar and grill. Well, that's definitely we are going to have to roll down there and yeah. check that out for sure. Yeah, a new brewery it's right here. A yeah, new brewery right here. New brewery, local brewery. I wonder if it's local brewery or if it's just. I guess it's a brewery, huh? Yeah, they, they they're, they're brewing stuff. their own beer. That's I if, oh, but I wonder if it's like a, a chain off something. I doubt it. I doubt well, it. I mean, we'll, local, back, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it out and let you know. But they, I, from what I understand, I think they have a zipline course. They have cabins you can rent. They do. They're big on the quads and ATVs yeah, and things like that. I saw that you can nature. even rent them there. I think. I, I believe you can. Yeah. Uh, they they have. It's almost it looks like a cowboy town. Yeah. Did you look at the pictures? Yeah. It looks like a cowboy town. It looks really cool. Yeah. So I'm. I, I've been hesitant to go down there because it's in what I call Genoa, but it's actually Genoa. <laughs> um, and that's just. It seems out of place since I live in Wayne. That's a long drive into Wayne for me. Wayne County comprised of 500 square miles. Yeah. I mean, it's a big county. Um, I don't go down there very often well, that way. You know, I, I know we were talking about some current events, but I'd like to talk about a, a right now event. Speaking of breweries, John, are you drinking a juice cup right now? I'm drinking a, a adult version of a juice cup. Juice. Juice. Cup? It looks like a high C. Like, it looks like it comes in a Lunchable pack or something. Well, you know what would have been great if they would have had these in the Jimmy John's packs that you got boot camp Oh, a little, what is that, Chardonnay? It's a, yeah, it's a Boda it's a, mini boxed wine because I'm fat and I've got to lose weight and I can't yeah. keep drinking all the beer I I'm mean, drinking. I, he showed up with some high C's. I was like, well, great, let's do this. Let's do We're going to eat our vitamin C real quick and then come down here and jam this out. Yeah, that's And that's how I felt. I, I said, I walked in, he goes, are those wines? And then his girlfriend makes fun of me. For drinking boxed wines, brands <laughs> making fun of me drinking boxed wines, and I'm over here like you're making fun of me for being fat. You're making fun of me for drinking boxed wines, but I'm drinking the boxed wines so I won't be as fat from drinking all the beers. Right. So, so I, don't, I, I think I'd rather just stick with the beers. Well, I would too. That's my preference. Yeah, that's my I, preference. I mean, if you're drinking wine and unhappy, what's the point of drinking? Well, I'm wine? not. Un, I'm not unhappy with it. I, I like wine. I don't like to drink it in quantities because it gives me massive headaches. But mm. I do enjoy wine. I do a shot at uh, Mass on Sundays, and that's about all I can take. Dude, I did shots at Mass on Sundays my entire life growing up, and that's where I got my taste for wine. See, I can't even handle it. <laughs> I don't know. And, and some of them are, uh, some of them are. So a lot of these churches that I would be at would be wine, and some of them are grapefruit. But I'll tell you, nothing hits you harder on a hangover than that one shot of church wine to take you right hair of the dog, <laughs> right back at it. Which brings up t to the next current event, I think. Nothing cures that more than McDonald's, and a lot of people are going to be suffering from that. From In Russia. In Russia. McDonald's is pulling out of Russia. The Golden Arches are coming home, baby. They're coming, they're coming back to the States. They're getting out of... The motherland, Mother Russia, and they, they're done. Uh, one of the cool things that I did read about, though, in Finland today, uh, I know Russia was cutting off their gas and, and their oil or whatnot. I'm sorry, not it, it was Finland for that, but another thing in Russia, in, in Ukraine. Right. I believe it said it was either 106 or 109 McDonald's had closed due to the war, 
and McDonald's is still paying all the employees that work oh, for those solid. 106 or 109 restaurants. So, that's I mean, kudos solid. to you, McDonald's. That's good yeah. for you. And, and Mc, the McDonald's in Russia, they're selling their restaurants, and until they get a buyer, they're going to continue to pay the employees, right? I don't know that for a fact. Oh, okay. I didn't see that in any articles I read, but, I mean, if they do, that's awesome. Because, you know, the people of Russia, they're they're not – they're not the ones fighting this war. They're right. just trying to live their lives. Well, and they'll still be able to go to McDowell's. So whatever homeboy McDowell, uh, you can go over there and start your franchise over there. Dude, I can see Eddie Murphy out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Just killing it in McDowell's. <laughs> I mean, however many, 62,000 employees across all their stores. So mcdowell's could be killing it right McDowell's now mcdowell's could be yeah, you could go it. see the gremlin and grab you a mc, mc, mcdowell bowl. or it could be mcguire's <laughs> mcguire it doesn't <laughs> flow it doesn't flow it would work though yeah. Mc, I, mcguire's I would, burgers hey, mcguire's burgers and brews hey, hey just uh to punch out part of that arch and that's a mc, mcdowell's now <laughs> McDowell's. yeah that, i mean that could that could work it, it's interesting though because i mean that's another is that an 80s reference that is an 80s reference. It was, it was that the it 80s? Coming okay. to America. Yeah, Coming yeah. to America. I, I thought that was an 80s reference. And if you haven't seen Coming to America, man, yeah. it's great. Have you seen the new one that came out on Netflix? Yes. Yep. I loved I, it. I, didn't I think, absolutely it, loved it. I don't think it was as primetime Eddie Murphy as the first no. one was. But Eddie but. Murphy toned himself down a lot. He did. He did. I, I think when he started doing Nutty Professors and all that, and he, he became... Well, when I, he had I, kids. Yeah, and, and like grandkids and whatnot. I, you know, he's not eddie murphy raw anymore obviously james earl jones dying at his own funeral when he wasn't even dead in the second one is phenomenal i mean <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so great <laughs> i want to have a funeral <laughs> just like okay well all right dad if that's what you want we're gonna do it that was great and then he dies right at the end of it and everybody's like celebrating <laughs> good for you james earl jones oh. Speaking of James Earl Jones, and this is off topic. I know this is way off topic, but I got to bring it up. Have you seen the live action Disney movies? They've been they've been remaking Aladdin, Lion King. Oh yeah, like when like Will Smith in Aladdin or something. He was okay. Will Smith was in Aladdin. I don't know why they didn't get James Earl Jones back for the Lion King. Yeah, I mean, I kind of the Lion King out of all of them was the one that I I just watched. I'm only this is only fresh in my mind because I watched it with my kids the other night and. The Lion King had so many different speaking times. It, people didn't, they didn't say the same things. They changed the script on it. Right. It was the only one they changed the script on. It was still, it was amazing, but yeah. it wasn't the same. Not without James Earl, not without Darth Vader. Dude, I always, I always skip over when Mufasa dies, though. I always skip over that part. I hate that part. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's the only, it's the only cartoon that can make me have like tear up, and I don't like that. Oh, goodness. I don't like it. <laughs> it makes me feel all emotional. I even told my son, I'm going to say, skip past the part where Mufasa dies and we'll just, we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one bit. What in the world is that? Uh, it sounds like a... It sounds like an earthquake is happening up in upstairs. That would be uh, Earthquake Liam McGuire. <laughs> with snacks. Yeah, with snacks. He's feeding snacks. Snacks is getting hungry. But what? snacks, I'll tell you what, snacks, that, that little dude's a trooper, man. That dog, there was a pillow up on top of a box in the in the trunk of the car that he would crawl over my shoulder, get up on that pillow, and just cash out. And he cashed out the from the time he left Huntington. He was awake for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, He got up on that pillow, and he just crashed out until we got to 
the, the music festival. Right. I mean, he's a trooper. And then he was all go. All go. All go. All go. Yep. All go. And then it was perfect because the next morning, was Maddie just yeah, wore, wore yeah. him completely Madison out. Madison had him running and running, and he slept the whole way home. And then even last night, he was he had a little spurt of energy, but he, he was pretty tired. That was me last night. I had a little spurt of energy, and then so, I was done. Yeah, I was done, and he woke up at 2 to go to the bathroom. And I didn't actually have a spurt of energy. I actually got home, and I was ready to go to sleep. And my wife said, hey, I want to go to dinner. And I said, oh, okay. I could eat. I could eat. I could eat. I could eat again. I could again. eat again. That's why I'm in the box wine. Yeah, that's why I'm in the, because I'm fat. That's why I'm in the box wine because I go to eat too much. Man, that pork chop you had today looked phenomenal. Though. Oh my god, it was, dude. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. That, uh, that pork chop or the, 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 no? The place. I mean, Brandon introduced me to this place called Scratches in in Huntington, and it's a place that I never even knew existed. It's a small bar behind a gas station. And the food there, yeah, so, uh, it's a it's a it's a middle aged woman, Donna, Donna, and then Polly, is yeah. it Polly the Not bartender? bartender yeah, Polly. She man, she runs her mouth every time I come in there. She talks trash to me. It's, it cracks me up. She doesn't stop talking. You can't get a thought. Pro, you can't have any thought when Polly's there because Polly does not stop talking. And when I was there last time, every week they have a special. Last week was steak and cheese hoagies, and I went and got a steak and cheese. Right. And it was phenomenal. I, I might have went twice last week. <laughs> Good for you. I, I might have went twice. And was I, that on Was it on Monday and Wednesday? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for putting it out there. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this week, like you said, it was pork chop. Pork chop. I can't wait. It, your pictures look phenomenal. I will be having the pork chop this week, probably twice. I actually had to call Brandon because when I ordered my pork chop uh, and I got it, it was so good. And we had already planned on doing lunch, but my work schedule didn't work out for it. So Brandon was doing yard work. And then after we were supposed to go to lunch, I went to lunch. And when I got my pork chop, I was eating. I was like, man, this is so good. And then another guy came in and tried to order it. She said, I'm sorry, he got the last pork chop. And I was like, the last pork chop of the day. And I I think next week, Memorial Day week, if I'm not mistaken is baked steak yeah oh hey and next week is memorial day and we have the two tickets for the brewgrass we do we do so we had the listeners that would they like comment share we did and 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 we did we did the drawing and our winner was butch chips butch chips i don't i don't think i know butch chips i've known butch for years uh butch was the post commander, I don't know if he still is, of a VFW, a Veterans of Foreign Wars in Hurricane, Hurricane or Taze Valley. Great guy. His nickname is Tater. Tater. So we'll get the Tater on the podcast. Is he an Irish fella? I don't know if he's Irish or, or not. Or is he just like Tater Tots? Uh, he might just like, who doesn't like Tater Tots? Well, that's very true. I mean, Tater Tots are delicious. Yeah. One of the, one of the smartest people I know asked me the other day if a Tater Tot is a potato. And that is the kid upstairs right now. I was I was gonna say something till you said it was your son. Yeah. Um, how do you not know a tater tot is a, is a potato? <laughs> I don't know. I guess when you're, I mean, he's he he was down here doing JP's, uh, you know, three hundred level math homework for him one night, but he doesn't know a tater tot's a potato. So that's uh, that's 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 common, that's common core. That's com- that's the world we live in, and that's common core. So we're not working with here in the McGuire household. <laughs> <laughs> tater tots are potatoes everybody so, sit down and get yeah, your pens out yeah seriously please please educate your children at home that tater tots are potatoes 
Yeah, when they go to when they go to a restaurant and they say, "I'd like some French fries," and they say, "Well, we have tater tots too," I want potatoes. Well, I mean, yeah. tater tots are potatoes too. So if that's what you Correct. want, go for it. Well, and I I grew up in a household that served you know two variants of potatoes for every meal. So uh, that's your Irish heritage. Yeah, so the, the fact that he asked me that, I was a little upset with my heritage. <laughs> You guys, you guys went through the potato blight. And that's yeah, it was. I mean, there was, there's never a potato famine here. I currently, I can tell you that. Unless diesel prices hike up, then Idaho won't be able to get them to the yeah, east coast. Right, right, I'll have to start a potato farm back here. <laughs> <laughs> At least we can make some vodka in, in the ditch. Yeah, we can make a vodka out of it since it was cut off from Russia. Vodka. <laughs> well, Tito's is made in America, so we'll still have Tito's. Is it potato vodka though? I, I believe it is. I, I mean, it tastes like potato vodka. Hey, speaking of vodka, what did you find sitting on the campground? <laughs> I found a big bottle of Sky Vodka. There you go. It's currently at McGuire's Pub. And I'm going to pull it out of here once we're done with this podcast. Um, moving on, though, to uh, the wellness check. What, it rem- what I want to say this week is that live music's good for the soul. And Jeremy McCombs was talking about being through COVID and still traveling around and playing anywhere they'd let him play. And he's got a song out that I can't remember the name of, but it it revolves around music being good for the soul and getting you back out there in the public and meeting people, interacting and not having the mandates and things like that. Because honestly, there's so many people that were depressed. Sure. And the suicide... Not, I'm not talking about just veterans across the board went through the roof. Well, sure. It's, you know, I mean, especially when it was bad, when people weren't working and you weren't leaving your house and there's nothing to do and you can't see your friends. I mean, of course, everyone gets you get a little wacky, you know, everyone yeah. gets a little wacky. And, and you know, live music's a huge part of a lot of people's lives. You know, I'd rather go sit at a bar or restaurant and see live music than listen to touch tunes, you know. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm not a, a live music junkie. But I, I like, I like a bar that has music in the background, and if it's a live live music, I like it even better because I like to hear the in between song stories and whatnot. So, I I think it's great for everyone, and I think you know what you're talking about is, you know, I, everyone has a song. When you hear a song, you're like, oh my god, this song, and it takes you immediately back to that moment in your life, that that song reminds you of a moment, and I think you know for wellness check. You know, I have a little bit of memory loss and had trouble remembering things, but I also get uh, right back into it with music, and I think that's I think that's cool. I think a lot of people are probably that way as well, and and I don't know, music's awesome. I think you hit the nail on the head, though. Uh, there's a lot of veterans out there that have traumatic brain injuries, and the interesting thing to me is on the science side of it that traumatic brain injuries you won't remember certain things. There's something about music. It's a different language. Sure. It's it, you're hearing you're hearing letters in a musical form, and most people that have brain injuries can still recall memories off of songs right. and, and music. I, and I, you know, I'm no uh, rocket scientist, rocket <laughs> but, surgeon. Rocket. I'm no rocket surgeon. That's what I was going for. I'm not a rocket surgeon, but I feel like uh, I don't know. Music is just. It hits a different part of your brain, you know, and if if that's not the case, that don't let us know because I want to sound smart real quick. So <laughs> it hits a different part of your brain. This is Dr. McGuire's Yeah, 
and that I think it's it's cool. And I don't know, is there not a way to tap into that? Like, is there not a rocket surgeon out there who can figure out how to tap into that for like people with uh, is it Alzheimer's? How I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Something you know, like, you, something that's that interesting. Nature. There should be a study on how you can use music to rewrite brain waves. Sure. To to fix. I mean, problems in the brain. It's 2022. I feel like we should have this. Favorite. We should dude. We grew up watching the Jetsons. We should be driving around in space yeah. in little bubble cars. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're behind of where everything in the eighties prepared me for. We are not there. No, we're not there. You know, we barely have a, a self-driving car, which I still don't trust. You know, I wouldn't trust it, but I don't know. I just, I feel like my goodness, it's 2022 and we're still dealing with some caveman type problems. <laughs> when, and, and I watched this movie and it made me I don't know maybe everyone hates me now but it's called Idiocracy have you seen that I've seen it yeah and it's like like instead of evolving we just we downgraded we're devolving devolving and Elon Musk talked about it the other day about how it, pretty much the same thing where he talks about you know hey science only goes as far as we're willing to take it but you have to have smart minds to take science further and research and it's man hours. And he, you know, he broke it down with the moon landings, you know, in 1969, we landed on the moon and then we developed the space shuttle that could only do low earth orbit. I'll be a little controversial. I don't believe we ever landed on the moon. Okay. Which is, which is fine. But you know, for his point, it's, Hey, once we went to the moon then we built the space station, then we built a space shuttle that could only take you to the space station and no further and all low orbit stuff, and he goes, and now we're we don't even have space we don't even have uh, space shuttles anymore. No, we don't even have space shuttles anymore. He's like, so we are literally retrograding from where we were going to we're going back in time to where we can't even do the things we were doing in the '60s. And it's I don't know, it made a lot of sense to me. And then I watched that movie, and I was like, ah, I got it all now. <laughs> I listened to Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm and wicked watched, smart. <laughs> I watched the Idiocracy, and now I know parts of the brain that. Music hits. I'm <laughs> I did like it when Elon Musk was driving his new battery-operated car through space. That was pretty cool. Did you see that ad? No. Uh, I mean, it, well, he didn't actually do it. I mean, it was just oh, an okay. ad, but that was pretty neat. But speaking of cars, I got a new Subaru this week, and Brand's been making fun of me for hardcore because I'm a Subie now. Yeah. Well, I I'm surprised he's drinking wine and doing. He's done CrossFit. We've, I'm getting ready to start CrossFit. Uh, we had to take a break during this podcast <laughs> like four times from do the daily wad and. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, hey, can we turn your basement into a box, bro?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I do CrossFit now and wear Axe because I drive a Subaru and I catch fish barehanded. I catch fish barehanded. I got to get a luggage rack for this thing, <laughs> a bike rack for the back, or a kayak <laughs> rack for the top. I don't know. I mean, it's, it, we can go anywhere with this thing. <laughs> he does all he does is microdose and CrossFit <laughs> and drink wine. <laughs> and it does it say gluten free on there? Ah, uh, let's see. No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It doesn't say well, gluten free. It, tr- it does say taste the adventure. Oh, so there it is. You're in a Subaru. I'm in so a you Subaru. I'm tasting the adventure. Well, I think I told you earlier, too, it was really cool when I was stationed in Alaska is everyone had a truck or a Subaru. And, you know, the 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 background behind that that people talk about is that the state of Alaska saved Subaru because everyone there drove a Subaru because their all-wheel drive is phenomenal. And that transitioned to everywhere else, I guess, in the lower 48 or whatnot. And I don't remember the comedian's name that does a YouTube channel. Is it Trevor? It's Trevor Wallace. Trevor yeah. Wallace. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm I'm down, man. I'm on board with. A- I'm on boot. I'm on board with the Subitarius, uh, 
uh, what's it called? Star constellation. I got to find it in the sky now <laughs> because there's a Subaru up there in the up there in the sky. He he's he's hilarious. And I think it was like a 12 minute skit. All it was crazy he long. It was crazy. And he long. just talks about uh, bought a Subaru. <laughs> I bought a Subaru, so I moved to Colorado and I'll eat granola now. And <laughs> yeah, I like to hike. I mean, he's out of control. It funny. was it was it was real yeah. funny. It's, as soon as John told me he bought a Subaru, that's exactly what I. And I am, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be the biggest douchebag in the world about the Subaru. I already posted. You're gonna start. Was that what you were saying? (laughs) No, I'm already there. But okay. I I mean, I'm gonna make it even. I'm gonna take it to a next level because I now have a Subaru, and that makes me better than you. And that rhymed too. So I mean, now I'm a rapper because I have a Subaru. Also, if you say it backwards, it's you are a bus. So Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where the wine comes in. (laughs) Like a Jerome Bettis bus, or (laughs) or or like a stop drinking beer bus. (laughs) I'm on the stop drinking beer bus right now because I've got to lose weight, Brandon. Because you keep bringing me to places where I'm eating crazy amounts of food, copious amounts, if you will. Yeah. Of food, so I've got to I've got to stop. But what kind of foods are you not going to drink beer at Brewgrass? Uh, I'll probably that'll be my it's cheat a conundrum. Day. It's right gonna there. be my cheat day. It's a conundrum. It'll what do we my, do? It'll be my cheat day. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's, my it's cheat all day. craft beer, so it's all definitely probably horrible for you. Oh, it's probably got seventy-five carbs per five ounces, yeah. or three ounces, and two hundred and fifty calories per three ounces. So, I'll probably consume eighteen thousand so calories. Lo- so the logical thing to do then, in my head, and this is just me, and how this works is brewgrass is. A week from Saturday. Yes. So you're going to drink what wine till then and to just blow it all on that side? You might as well just enjoy beer until well, I'm then. Gonna, I'm going to drink wine and I'm going to drink filthy martinis. But it, no, it's, seriously, you should just drink beer till brewgrass and then change because you're going to ruin it all in one day anyway. Well, then, I, don't well we, you, I don't know if you can ruin it all in one day. Yeah, I mean, so even, you just said even, you're going to have 18,000 calories. Yeah, but that's just one bad day. calories. That's just too. one day. That's bad. Yeah, that's 18,000 more than you had for two weeks. So you just ruined two weeks. I said root. Root. That was Appalachia. <laughs> two weeks worth of, two weeks worth of work, so that I, why suffer? I'm not gonna suffer. I'm gonna drink wine because I enjoy it. You're just gonna drink wine, so if you get pulled over, you can be like, "Oh, look at that! Jesus did it again." <laughs> I just have water. <laughs> I do look at my hair and be like, "Sir, you can move on," <laughs> and I'm out. Um, hey, I, I want to say thank you though to all of the performing artists at. Mud bugs this week. You all did a phenomenal job. You took the time out of your out of your busy schedules to be there to support a family and a foundation that is worthy of having that happen. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Had a great time. I will definitely be back next year, weather permitting. I don't like to go camping in the rain. It's just not my thing. Well, next year we're gonna have the big RV. Oh, we are gonna have an RV. Yeah. We'll have an RV so we can we can poop and shower in the RV, and that'll be great. And I will end this by saying uh, the poopers made me angry because I walked all the way back to the, that about a quarter mile. Yeah, and there, was, and there was one right there. Yes, yes. I walked a quarter mile in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom because I thought the only porter potties were by the stage. And then the next morning, Brandon's girlfriend wakes up and walks 50 feet yeah. to the porta potty. And I'm watching her and I'm like, where's she going? And she walked. I was like, oh my God, there's a porta potty right there. Right and there. I did it twice. Yeah. But, hey, guys, uh, big shout-out to Jeremy McComb, Rick Huckabee, Joe and Joel Ambiotti, uh, Dan Olson, uh, Barry Frazee, Rick and Zach Blair. You guys killed it. You did a great job. Thank you for coming out and supporting a great cause. Uh, it was amazing, and we really had a great time.
We did. And, uh, you know, another shout-out, I think, to the supporting cast, you know, Luke Huffman, Sean Rucker, Robbie Rash, those guys get down there, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and they do this all week to make sure it's a great show for everyone and everyone has a good, safe time. So, And whoever cooked the mud bugs, thank yeah, you. Yeah, for, seriously. Lifesaver. Grunts, Grunts and Appalachia out. out.